0: Money means choice for me.
1: Welcome to JMPS. You're here today because you want to learn, you want to be inspired, and you want to feel empowered. What better way to do so than to get first-hand insights from professionals who once sat in your seats and stood in your shoes. Today's guest is an individual who graduated from translation from Concordia University and worked her way up to be an assistant branch manager at RBC. Later, she worked at National Bank as a branch manager and quickly after became senior manager of an investment advisor lifecycle and network growth. For the past eight years, she has been the vice president of development and client experience at National Bank Financial. Despite her very successful career, she takes the time to give back to her community. She's a member at L'Effect A, president du CA pour la fondation du cancer du sein and she's a board member at the Donald Berman Board and the Association des Femmes en Finances du Québec. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you an executive manager, inspiring speaker on networking, Angela D'Angelo.
0: Hi, Bilal. Pleasure.
1: Thank you so much, Angela, for taking the time to help me out today. All right, so you have a background in translation. What attracted you to work in the banking industry?
0: Well, interestingly enough, um, a boss. One of my uh, first bosses in in my early career uh, in a sales job that I had actually became an advisor and she and I got along great and she said wherever I go I'll take you and and that's how I ended up in the banking industry and from there I just worked my way up.
1: So in school we're always told that your network is your net worth. How true is that in reality?
0: Well, it's very important. Uh, I could tell you that I would not be where I am today if it was not for the network that I had built, but building a network is is not just, you know, linking someone in or or making sure that they know who you are or getting their business card. Uh, Building a network requires effort. And uh, it requires maintaining that network. People, you know, today the biggest, single most biggest difficulty people have is staying relevant. There's so much talent out there, and um, it's really an employee's market. And so, if you want to stay relevant, you got to make sure that you stay in people's aim and that they know who you are. And usually, they know that because you're active in the community, you're active in giving back to the community. Um, you know, in my case, I do a lot of that.
1: Mm-hmm. And so what advice would you give to, let's say, a student who attends these networking events to make this great first impression? What, what are some of the advices would you give on networking?
0: Well, my first advice is uh, go to everything you're invited to. Uh, I'm a lot more selective now in my career, but when you're starting off in your career, anytime there is an activity or an event or something being put, put up by your university with employers uh, that are there, uh, be sure to attend them. Uh, be sure to invest uh, and be involved, whether it's inside the university or outside in doing uh, not-for-profit work, because these are all great ways for you to build your network. Uh, I believe that um, you know, once you're implicated and involved, it, gives you, it opens up the gateway for you to contact some of these senior people. And uh, look at us today, here you and I are sitting together doing an interview. Absolutely. And it's a perfect example of that.
1: Alright, so in the finance industry there are not as many females as compared to males and I think this is even particularly true for the wealth management industry. Uh, Why do you think this is the case?
0: Well, one of the researches that we did as we were putting together our women's strategy, because we're very cognizant that this is a very male-dominated industry, One of the things that came up is that universities were doing a lousy job at uh, advising or telling students what the job of an investment advisor was really all about. And uh, so one of the ways they represent the job is by saying that it's a sales job. Now I don't know about you, but at 21, 22, 23, if I say to you, come join my firm, and by the way, you're going to be in a sales job, I'm not sure that appeals to many students. And it certainly doesn't appeal to many women or female students. So um, this is why we've created the young women mentorship program, which is to allow that stigma to go away, and so that you can discover first women can discover firsthand what it is to be an advisor. One of the things women actually have, which is really innate, is their ability to create that link or that relationship uh, naturally with people, and so it's 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 sort of an advantage over their male counterparts. But what we're seeing at National Bank Financial now is that we have teams that are building out that are multi-generational and multi-gender. So while we believe the industry could use a lot more women, we also believe that clients are looking for um, multi-gender teams.
1: That's actually kind of cool because that means that if women decide to go into this industry, they could probably even have a leg up because they're able to build uh, more meaningful relationships with their clients. Yeah, and,
0: and in the communication styles and you know certain certain meetings require more time and some people have less patience for that time. So everybody finds their role within a team and delivers what the client needs because at the end of the day what you're building out is is to be able to service your client properly
1: right. So if you were to talk a bit about this woman symposium a bit more, how does this work? Is it a one day thing or is it a two day thing? what's the selection process?
0: So, the Women's Symposium uh, came through 10 years ago um, when I, I launched it for the first time and we're actually in our 10th year edition this year, oh. which is pretty remarkable. So it brings all the women advisors of National Bank Financial together for a two-day event. Um, we start on the Sunday and we have two days of conferences following that and it's really an opportunity for these women to, to, to huddle together, to share best practices. Um, and to create that community of uh, women advisors so that they can, um, you know, benefit from one another's experience. Now, uh, the symposium has been going for 10 years, but four years ago when we launched the Young Women Mentorship Program, um, what we do there is we uh, we bring on about uh, 10 to 15 young women students on the Mentorship Program and uh, they come to the conference, they get invited uh, to the conference to spend those two days with these women uh, and experience the conference in the same way as the, the women advisors. And then they go back to their regions because they come from across Canada and uh, they get to spend nine months in an experiential Mentorship Program where uh the women advisor that has helped in the selection process of this student will will offer that student mentorship uh for nine months and our track record has been pretty good we've been able to place a lot of the students within some of these multi-gender and multi-gender teams
1: that's remarkable about this here that that's such a great initiative that national bank financial is doing to attract women in this profession and also to To change the way the industry is right now.
0: Yes, and and so if you're interested uh, we actually post uh, our posting starts in January and uh, we go through the different uh, universities' Facebook so we contact 30 different universities across Canada who are all partners with us now.
1: So I'll make sure I'll post this podcast a few months before so uh, a lot of students can hear this and hear about the great opportunities there are at National Bank Financial. Thank you. And uh, so this is uh, I want to ask you a bit of a question that you haven't really prepared for Mm -hmm. and that is what does money mean to you the reason i'm asking this is because i feel that nowadays everybody has a different perspective of what what money means to them and i'm curious to know what what does it mean to you Mm
0: -hmm. money means choice for me money Mm. for me uh is the ability to be able to make a decision to leave a job i don't like because it's given me the flexibility to do that money means that i can reward myself when i've actually done something great or when i get my bonus at the end of the year Um, money means i can impact people's lives because i've made a donation in one way or form and i've impacted maybe the research fund of that uh, uh, of that um, association so for me money gives me the ability to do things Uh, that means something to me, to make turn turn things into purposeful events or things that will impact others. My family benefits from, you know, the choice that money gives me. They benefit from the money, but they only benefit from the money because it gives us choice. Choice to go to different schools, better schools, um, nice trips. Uh, nice restaurants to you know have great milestone parties so for me you know we work hard for our money but I would be nowhere if money didn't give me choice it's the choices that I make because of money that make me the person who I am and that make me happy and fulfilled as a human being
1: well that's very deep and very well thought out thank you so much for that answer i mean i do agree that money does give you a choice it does give you freedom and flexibility and i do think that if believe that if you work really hard you should be compensated you should be able to go to those fancy trips and have those fancy dinners why not and so this leads us to our very final question is unfortunately it's a very small podcast it's if you were to Give a student one piece of advice that you wish you would have known growing up. What would that be?
0: Wow, that's a loaded question. Uh, But I could say get involved. Get involved. The students that I interview, um, that I meet, are the ones that are involved, the ones that are involved in associations, whether it's inside your university or outside. Do not-for-profit work because you will meet tons of people. And uh, again, it goes back to if I had not been involved, I was always the vice president of something in my days, in my school. And, uh, and uh, getting involved, it means you're going to get exposure and that's what's going to help you. That network is what's going to help you be who you are as a professional in your life. And that network is going to change over time. But today, we're lucky. You know, in my days, we didn't have LinkedIn. Today, LinkedIn has actually accelerated my networking abilities. So even if I can use LinkedIn and I'm a dinosaur compared to all of you in terms of technology and the use of technology mediums, uh, I could tell you it has accelerated big time um, my networking and, and my network.
1: Thank you, Angela, for that great and insightful advice. I do believe that by getting involved, you get to learn from so many different people. And I think that especially for me in my case, I feel like I've grown so much as an individual over the past few years. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of GMPS. Stay tuned for so much more to come.